Big Podcast. Let's build a big podcast. Marketing podcast for podcasters. This is a big podcast insider episode. The audio version of my newsletter, it goes out every week. That is at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. If you are not subscribing to it, check it out. You can get off at any time. (laughs) You can unsubscribe at any time. One click is all it takes to do that if you don't like it. But it's very easy to go through. I've written it. So I don't know, three minutes or so. You'll know exactly what's happening in the world of podcasting opportunities, events, ways to market yourself. Before I get into the elements of this issue, I do want to mention this. I have a brand new edition of my big podcast book. It is the second edition. I've gone through it. I've fixed some things that didn't work. Now they are working. Meaning the podcast industry, just like your podcast, just like you, it is always changing. The book is changing. Right now on Amazon, the old price is still there. Ten ninety five is what they are selling it for. If you want the new edition, I don't think you need to get it if you've got the old one. Not that much has changed. But if you don't have it, it is worth a look. 460-something pages of podcasting information. Like I said, 1095. Bigpodcast.com slash book has more information on that. On this issue, I'm going to talk about money, and I'm going to talk about opportunity for you as far as distribution. Where is the podcast money? Aside from selling your own products or services, the main ways podcasts make money are via advertising and sponsorship or exclusive deals. This issue, I talk about both. As always, the email version, the version that I just mentioned, that has all the links, newsletter.bigpodcast.com to check that out. People ask me this all the time. How do I get a contract with a company like Spotify? And the answer to that, there are two ways. One You have an existing podcast with a big audience. When you've got something that's a proven product, when you are a proven product, Spotify and these other companies, they will find a way to make the numbers work if you've got a big enough audience. And we've seen them sign all sorts of different things. So it's not one type of thing that they're looking for. They've got a broad audience. Whatever you've got, if your audience is big enough, if they feel that your audience would benefit from being on Spotify, they will come to you. The second way to work with one of these big companies is that if you've got an existing big audience and a company like Spotify thinks that it will transfer well to a new podcast that they produce. The number two reason you having an existing big audience, you being known, that is not always going to work out. And an example of that is the Prince Harry podcast. They gave this dude a lot of money They have put out one episode. Right now, they are looking for people to salvage this thing. You often see this happen with somebody who's been on reality television. They've got a little bit of heat behind them. Podcast One is known for doing this. They see someone who's doing well on TikTok, social media, reality television. They think they can cash in on that momentum. They bring them over to the podcasting space. It is far better for you, as far as your leverage, to already have your podcast in place, to already have that proven product, because of what I just mentioned. Does anybody care about Prince Harry? I don't know. Obviously, not that many people care, not enough to get this podcast out. When you've got something that they know is going to work, it's less risk for them. They're willing to give you more money because of that. You don't even need to be that famous. You just have to have something that works. And that is the opportunity for you as a podcaster, assuming that you want to go that way. I don't know that you do. Because once you bring in big money and a big company, and they've got their corporate identity, 
and their ideals and a big staff that may not agree with you, you're trading what you do for what it is that they want to do. It's like working a job. You can work by yourself. You can do whatever you want to within reason. And you've got to have clients. You've got to find a way to make money. But it's not like going in, punching the clock, doing whatever a company or a boss or whoever you work for wants you to do for that eight hours of the day. It's different. You are in charge. You take total control. There's pros and cons. Some of these podcasters, they are making tens of millions of dollars through a deal with Spotify. I think it's a gold rush. I don't think that Spotify is making that money back. But what do I know? I don't count the money. I don't know the insides of those deals. I just see what's announced. To me, though, it's amazing to think that, wow, you know, one podcast could be worth $100 million to a company that is known for distributing music, not even podcasting, especially when that one podcast is controversial and gets them a lot of bad publicity and gets them a lot of angry people, those core people that have been subscribing to their music service for years and all of a sudden won out because of something else that they did. Here's the bottom line. You do not need a deal with Spotify or any other major platform to do well with your podcast. What you do need, though, is listeners. In this issue, I'm talking about distribution. I've got a great opportunity for you with On Air Fest to help you get more of those listeners. I've also got some opportunities to help you earn money with the podcast that you have now. One of those opportunities, podcast, instead of an S, there's a dollar sign. It's like Gene Simmons. Don't let him see that. He'll probably sue these guys for trademark infringement. (laughs) Podcast, it is an app and they are giving away $100,000 to upcoming podcasters. Here's how they are doing it. Little chunks, $250 to $5,000 in sponsorships to hundreds of podcasters and podcasters to be. What kind of risk is that? Podcasters to be, they're giving money out to people who don't even have a podcast yet. Could be because these people are on social media, because that's the play here, or it seems to be. This is a company, they've got $100,000. That's not going to get you very far with big corporate media, but it will get you far with influencers, with upcoming people in the space that you want to be in, and also established people in the space that you want to be in. You come to me with a check for $5,000, well, I'll listen to you. So podcast, let me know. Here's what they are looking for. You can apply for this if you have a podcast or if you are podcast curious. Second thing they want, you've had less than $10,000 in sponsorships for your podcast. And I'm assuming that means not last year, not last month, but all time, less than $10,000 in sponsorships for your podcast. You've got stuff to say and you want to sponsor. That's number three. And also you're in the United States, probably some kind of tax thing. Here are a few thoughts. This is a promotion designed to launch a new podcast app. Like I said, instead of going to one big podcast, what they are doing is they are distributing that money through a bunch of little podcasts, going to the true hardcore fans of podcasting, not just people who listen to one podcast. I think it's pretty smart. I want you to remember this though. Nothing is ever free and something for nothing does not exist This could be a good opportunity for you. You'll probably recognize some of the judges associated with it. And the link again, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. If you want to reach out to these guys for more information, go to newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I don't think it's a scam. I don't think it's anything for you to be nervous about. But in some ways, these sponsorship deals, and I say this because they say this, 
you've got stuff to say, and you want to sponsor. You've had less than $10,000 in sponsorship for your podcast. If you've never had a sponsorship deal, that's a lot like signing one of these contracts to work with Spotify or another big provider or working a job. When you sign that deal, the person giving you money wants certain things from you. Now, it does seem they're pretty loose. Podcast curious. You don't even have to have a podcast to do this. I don't know what that means, but go to newsletter.bigpodcast.com if you are interested. And if you are, report back to me. Go to bigpodcast.com. Let me know how it works for you. I would love to feature you on this show and then some of the other things that we've got going on. Next up, On Air Fest, podcast submissions wanted. On Air Fest is a cultural event for audio creatives and inspired listeners. This year's lineup includes Jetta Boomrad, founder of Radiolab, Chuck D, Public Enemy, Dr. Jane Goodall, Dexter Thomas Jr., he's from Vice News, Anna Sale, she's the host of Death, Sex, and Money. I got stories about two of these guys. <laughs> One of them, Jad Boomerad. I grew up with Jad. I've known Jad since I was about five years old. Cool guy. Actually thought about reaching out to him to do the Ford in the book that I mentioned, bigpodcast.com. He's a Nashvillian. He's a jazz musician and always into jazz. Always. I remember in a lower school recital, everybody's doing like hot cross buns or something or playing a recorder. And this dude's out there playing jazz music. Very impressive guy. A nice guy. As I mentioned, he's the founder of Radiolab. He's leaving Radiolab to go do other things. I'm sure wherever he lands, he will do well. And something he said about it, maybe something for you to think of. He said, this thing's running now. I've got this thing running on its own. I don't need to be there. I started it up. I put my imprint on it. It is established. We've been at it for 20 years or however long he's been at it. It is good to go without me. It is time to do the next thing. Chuck D. (laughs) I've had a couple dealings with Chuck D in my industry career. (laughs) One of them very good. The other one, eh, you know. I actually talked to him after a show here in Nashville, probably 10 years ago. And I asked him about the first instance that I had with him. I said, hey, man, I saw you in Memphis. And uh, this is a little weird to me. And it was very nice, very gracious. And it was one of those guys who seemed to be progressing, seemed to have changed. What he did basically with this is uh, I was watching him on a spoken word thing. And he separated the crowd. He said, if you don't think there is a difference between white people and black people, There is. And I want all the white people over here and I want all the black people over here. And that rubbed me the wrong way. And I carried that around for a long time. But I mentioned that to say that sometimes as podcasters, people with a mic, we say things that maybe we mean at the time, maybe we don't. They come off wrong. You are evolving just like your podcast is evolving, just like my book is evolving. And just because somebody did something in the past doesn't mean that they're necessarily that way now. So just something I'm throwing in here has nothing to do really with this on-air fest. Like I said, I had a really good conversation with him that second time, and he was very cool, very open to it, and a nice guy. Anyway, he's involved. On-air fest, podcast submissions wanted. If you want to be part of it beyond attending, let me tell you a little bit about what they're looking for. They want pieces that emphasize experimentation and showcase a unique point of view. An ambient collage, a work of poetry or fiction, the sounds of your hometown, great interview, a tiny documentary, or something never heard before. Pretty wide open. They're looking for works that are able to be shared as an MP3 file, so keep that in mind. Between one and 10 minutes in length, 
If it's from a longer piece, the work must be able to exist fully on its own without an introduction. The work needs to be submitted by its owner or creator, meaning you have to own it and be able to give them permission to distribute it. If you've got any embedded ads, you need to strip those. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com to find out more information and details. Amazon buys exclusive rights to my favorite murder podcast. Speaking of big companies who come into podcasting and buy something up, Amazon is getting deeper into podcasting after buying the advertising and distribution rights to the popular true crime podcast, My Favorite Murder. Amazon Music and Wondery will offer new episodes a week before they are available elsewhere. This is what I wonder. Is going exclusive like this a good deal for creators? On one hand, there can be a lot of money paid in advance, which I'm sure these guys got. That's very nice. But on the other, being exclusive to a single platform can disrupt listeners' consumption of your podcast and lower audience numbers. If you want to see how that is working, look at the podcast that Spotify has purchased. Some of them used to be pretty big on YouTube. They don't have those clips on YouTube. Definitely not the full episodes. They don't have that community surrounding YouTube. So is the influence there? No, it is not. And they have looked at this and they have found, no, these podcasts do not have as much influence. That's not just me saying that. However, the hosts are getting paid. Got to balance that out. I think this is fine. One week exclusive to the Amazon Music app. Then it goes wherever you normally get your podcast. I like that. I think it's a good compromise. Obviously, it depends how much they're paying. They're going to pay you 10 bucks. No, not worth it. They're going to pay you a million. Yeah, maybe. Think about it. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com to find out more information and details on the deal and what's going on at Amazon Music with their exclusive podcast. If you're looking for podcast sponsors, I've got a top 100 list for you. Sort of. This is a top 100 newsletter sponsors of 2021 list. They are going for newsletters, but this is the big opportunity here. They don't want newsletters. They want an audience. Who is more loyal, newsletter readers or podcast listeners? I would argue podcast listeners. Podcasting can give you something that a newsletter cannot. That is why I'm doing the audio version of my newsletter on this episode. These sponsors are likely wide open to advertising on podcasts. Regardless, they've got money. They're spending it on advertising. It's going into newsletters. The issue could be that they don't know how to advertise on podcasts. That happens a lot. I've seen that happen in radio. I've worked with a lot of companies that have tried to move into podcast and radio advertising and their lack of knowledge about how these ads are created is the number one reason that most of them are hesitant about jumping in. These businesses literally have no idea that that is something that can be included in the package. You go to them, not only offering an ad, but saying, I will produce this ad for you. If you don't want to host red ad, I will produce this ad for you. It's super easy. You know how to do it. Bring in different voiceover people, put in the music, write the script. You can produce ads if you are a podcaster. So this is a big opportunity for you. The top 100 newsletter sponsors, they could also be podcast sponsors. They could also be sponsoring your podcast. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com for more information about that. Speaking of Spotify, they're getting a lot of press this week, aren't they? I've certainly mentioned them here a lot today. Inside Spotify HQ. Have you seen this? They've got an unbelievable setup in Los Angeles. I've got 10 podcast studio photos that shows where all this money that Spotify is making is going. Like Netflix, 
They found out that it can get very expensive to run a business where all of the content that you distribute is licensed from others. So what they are trying to do is develop their own content. Spotify, it's an audio platform. All that content is audio-based. So they've got some very nice studios out in Los Angeles. They've got photos. They are linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. That is it. As I've been mentioning, all the links at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, let me give you that link. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I not only have the audio version of the newsletter on this feed, I've got other interviews, other great content for you to help you grow your podcast, build an audience, get people interested in it, get people talking about it, make episodes that people care about and share. Everything is at bigpodcast.com. Go there now, subscribe before you forget, get on the newsletter, get on the podcast, and I'll see you soon on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.